Welcome back to the Checkpoint Podcast. My name is Richard, and uh, we are here with two-thirds <laughs> My name of, is Chad. Uh, of the co-hosts. Changed. Yep. <laughs> Chad is still Chad. Scott is still Scott. Yes, sir. It's good to see you guys here. It's good to be here. Uh, Justin took a vacation day, getting ready for... Uh, <laughs> For the uh, for the Christmas uh, holiday parties and things like that. So which, are we going to talk about him? Or are we so, yeah. So this uh, the topic of uh, <laughs> the topic, topic of, of this podcast is oh. going to be Justin. Mm. There sits well, where do the we start? empty head. That's right. right there. That's right. So one of the things that drives me nuts about Justin. <laughs> That's not nice. Is that he can outrun you? In, in well, a I, I, are you kidding me? <laughs> you kidding me? He probably runs more in a week than I've ever run in my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, good for him. Good for him. I'm not a runner. Although I might be. I'm, I don't know. I'm thinking about thinking about Thinking about the new year. Yeah. yeah what I don't might know. Happen. We'll see what happens. Do we hear a new year's resolution? Here? No, I don't make resolutions. <laughs> no, I don't make resolutions. But uh, with it being kind of close to the new year, or possibly already being the new year already, depending on how quickly Richard gets this post edited and up. Um, we uh, we kind of thought that this would be a good episode um, to just kind of have a casual conversation about um, some of the other uh, resources that are out there that we enjoy, um, other podcasts that we might listen to, uh, authors that we enjoy, resources that might be out there that we um uh, you know, use or, or read on a regular basis. Um, I know I usually about this time uh, of the year kind of start to take a look at the next year and kind of do a little bit of planning. Um, I don't do, you know, resolutions and, and New Year's, you know, whatevers and, and things like that. But I do like to kind of take a look a little bit and plan out mm. kind of a little bit of a year as far as maybe areas of growth that I want to focus on. Yeah. Um, I usually have a list of books that people recommend that I want to read. (laughs) Um, I don't get to all of them right away. Um, But, uh, you know, even like personal development or professional development, um, you know, kind of try and go out and, you know, kind of plan and say, hey, for these first couple of months, Mm. I'm going to kind of focus on, you know, this area of personal growth or, or, or things like that. And, uh, so if there's anybody else out there that kind of does that, here are some good resources for you. Or if you're just looking for, you know, other podcasts to listen to, other books to read, I don't know. We'll make some recommendations. But like we always say, we're not professionals. No. In any stretch of that word. Um, not professional theologians, trained pastors, counselors, mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, so take uh, take what we have with maybe a grain of salt. But uh, yeah, just nice, easy... Uh, Nice, easy conversation. I feel a little casual here. I don't uh, know. Yeah. I'm even leaning back in my chair. I got my jammies <laughs> on, you know. <laughs> I don't have my jammies on. But I, they don't care. They can't see. Yeah, the please, comfortable please flannel shirt. Yeah, that's I mean, right. That's, that's... You know what? I'm wearing pants. What else do you yeah. guys want? Good yeah. grief. Uh, quite a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. We'll edit that out, too. <laughs> so, I, you know, let's uh, let's start it off um, with uh, with authors. Do you guys have... Like some favorite authors. I mean, fiction, nonfiction, mm. anything that you guys well will, will gravitate towards and, and jump into a book on uh, when you see it. I would have to admit I don't read a lot. Okay, I watch too much sports and TV, and I've found that uh, it's just been too easy to sit, especially as we go into 
December when it's getting dark. Yeah. At we hibernate three thirty in the afternoon or something <laughs> yes. like that. Yeah. Um, but we start. Uh, I've been starting to hibernate. But I was thinking, and when you were saying books, what is a book I've enjoyed? Yeah. Um, and the book Quiet Strength by Tony Dungy, and I know. Oh yeah. That's dating me some. That, that I mean, that he's he's quite a bit past where he was in the headlines a lot. He's been around for a while. Yeah, he's yeah. been around for a while, and he really put out a book, and I read it, yeah, I want to say 10, 15 years ago. I was trying to look up the the date of when it came out, but um, the Tony Dungy's book, Quiet Strength, was an easy read, and because it was you know attached to the world of football, and I could remember mm. a lot of the people he was talking about, but I, I just found it, so helpful to in, in this world where we are now, where the loudest person seems to be the most right, at least in their eyes. Yeah, um, that wasn't the way he was, and he had some great successes. Mm. Yeah, he had some failures too as a coach and so on, and suffered the loss of a child, I believe, yeah. <clears throat> later in life. Yeah, I think you're right. But um, that was a book, so that's one I can throw on the table. Uh, the figurative table uh, in in front of you. Um, not a hard book to read, and I'm sure as many copies as went out, you could probably pick it up at a secondhand store if you needed to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's one. <clears throat> okay, he's got a few of them out. I would think so. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Chad, what about you? You got anybody that uh, that you read on a regular basis, or any books that uh, um, that you recommend to everybody? I do a fair amount of reading, more for my job relative sure. to Christian living and discipleship mm-hmm. that I would recommend to everybody to read. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, I'm a little facetious because not everyone is uh, as serious as that as I am. But uh, I am thinking about the book that um, I had shared with you guys. Yeah. Um, and I go back to periodically is uh, Tony Dungy's Kingdom Man. Yep. Of just how we should be living for God and under mm-hmm. His rule, and that we have a mission yep. and responsibilities as men. Um, I think just very applicable relative to what we need to hear. Mm-hmm. And it's biblical, mm-hmm. right? Um, so um, if guys are looking for something to kind of like get a picture of a biblical man and yeah. some good teaching. I think that's a really, really good one, Kingdom Man by Tony Evans. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's Tony Evans. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Another one that's pretty easy to read, actually. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Which is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he has some football analogies and other things that are very relatable. And Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, so, a, that's a good idea. Yeah, I just actually kind of... Um, I've been doing, since now I'm working at home, I've been trying to do a little weight lifting with some barbells at home, so I got a half hour, 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. I'm listening to music or listen some, just recently started doing some books on tape. Um, uh, this is an old book. Oh. Um, but I like it so far in the few, you know, hour or so that I'm into it. Mere Christianity. <laughs> oh, yeah. By C.S. By Lewis? C.S. Lewis. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, it's easy to listen to, very, you know, yeah, very easy to follow on things that get you thinking about, you Yeah. Know. 
things I, that I think, you know, we obscure, the world obscures a lot of things, and he just kind of breaks it down, and um, it's very applicable today as it was in the 40s when he gave those talks on the radio during oh, yeah. World War II, yeah. and then it got turned into that book, so... Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of the author from My, Ut- My Utmost for His Highest. Oswald Chambers. Oswald Chambers. That it, They're kind of deep. I, yeah. Being a language teacher, I just enjoyed reading some mm. of the old English version of it, and I think, really? They spelled with with an E on the end? Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> and thou art. Yeah, well, you know, I think an art class. But um, there's some really deep thoughts. If you don't have a lot of time mm-hmm. yeah. to read, but you have a lot of time to think, yeah. Uh, there's, yeah, there's some really good stuff to chew on mm-hmm. with Oswald Chambers' book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting. Some of those, I mean, like you said, that the book was written a while ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember doing that when I was in college, yeah. and it seemed like it was... Yeah, it was not a current book at that oh, time. No. Right? No, oh, no, yeah, no. But still, still, then. Yeah. still, still relevant. Still in print, yeah. Still in it's print. still in print. Still rings true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not... Yeah. I mean, you don't read it, and maybe, you know, the spelling and, and the language yeah. maybe go, okay, <laughs> this is a little outdated. Concepts, though. Oh, it's great. Right? Still the same. Yeah. yeah. Still applicable. Yeah. And the yeah. one I had, um, <clears throat> yeah, the reading of it was all of about three minutes. Mm. And then... And you could think mm-hmm. about it for quite a while. Yeah. But uh, hmm. it was fun. Interesting. Okay. Good ones. I I do have one more. Um, one of our mm, like top five podcasts mm-hmm. is The Problem of Porn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, that's something that many of us struggle with. Yeah. And where do you get good resources? Uh, I would recommend the book called The Freedom Fight. By Ted Shimmer. Okay. S H I M E R. But the Freedom Fight. Mm. He goes into six roots of porn. Okay. Um, and remedies for those. Yeah. Um, and a lot of what he talks about kind of overlaps and parallels what uh, is in the book four of Every Man a Warrior, the, okay. the Bible study. But uh, the Freedom Fight. Okay. I would recommend if guys are the looking for fight. some training and yeah. either for themselves or for others. He does a good job of explaining it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm, good one. Are we allowed to talk about anything on a computer yet, or do we <gasps> need to stay in paper books? Gasp. <laughs> paper only. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, ra- we'll wrap up with the old school paper, and, yeah. then, and then we'll come, well, come it, to these computers each, that you kids Richard are using have a these turn, days. Scott. Uh, I'm sorry. Have a time. I, like, no, I, I told you I'm talking way too much tonight, so I'll be quiet now. Yeah, no, that's all right. Richard, all right. your turn. It's like you're um, heading for a school break or something. Vacation <laughs> <laughs> already. Oh, do I need it? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll bet. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have a couple authors that I read um, every chance I get. I love John Maxwell. Um, if you enjoy reading, um, growing with leadership or anything like that, uh, John Maxwell's books are mm-hmm. awesome. Hmm. Um, he has one that I think everybody should read, uh, the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. And it talks about just the different areas that as a leader, you should be aware. This is kind of in your job description. Okay. And, um, applicable, whether you are leading at work or at home. 
hmm. which has kind of been something interesting that I've I've learned as I've kind of tried to study kind of my own professional growth, leadership, everything that is involved with any of that, you can use it just as much mm. at home mm. as you can at work. Will it also work in a church setting? Absolutely. Okay. Hands down. Anywhere where you are in a position to have influence over another, oh, which okay. is basically what leadership is. Well, yeah. Leadership is I am in a position to provide you influence in your life. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's good influence. Yeah. If, you know, if yeah. you're a good leader versus bad leader. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but any, I mean, any, so anything that John Maxwell writes, um, I love. Um, they're usually pretty easy to read. They're not tiny books, but they're mm-hmm. easy to read. Um, easy to kind of take a chunk. Yep. And, and then if you got to apply, it. apply yeah. it, come back again later. Um, that I have a couple of his books that I have chapters like earmarked with sticky notes <laughs> where you can literally just grab that book, read that chapter and be like, oh yeah, that's right. And then kind of get back on, you know, track mm-hmm. with, with mm-hmm. whatever you're working on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love, I love anything John Maxwell. Um, another book that I read, um, that I put, I read it a couple years ago because I saw the author, um, speak and then I put it on my reading list for 2024, uh, to read again, uh, is a book called the last arrow by Erwin McManus. And I think he's written a few I've books. Heard that, yeah, I've um, heard that name. He's I don't a, think I've read any of his books. Yeah. He's a pastor. Um, I think he's got a, he's got a couple of, um, of things on, on YouTube that you can listen to, but, um, the, the book, the last arrow, uh, the title comes from the story. It's Elisha. And I don't remember the King, but he's going to battle. And Elisha tells the King, grab your quiver of arrows. So the King goes and grabs it. And he says, shoot one out that window. And the King shoots one out the window. And Elisha says, this is the arrow, you know, of a victory, you know, that the Lord has given you. Take the rest of those arrows and pound them on the ground. And the king, you know, grabs the arrows, pounds them on the ground three times and stops. And Elisha says, why'd you stop? The Lord will not give you victory. Oh, boy. Because you only pounded your arrows on the ground three times. And so the the whole premise of the book is basically saying God calls you to something. Mm-hmm. Don't, for lack of better terms, half-ass it. Don't question him. <laughs> yep. Don't rely if, on yourself. If God is calling you to something, go at it full force mm. and don't stop. Because, I mean, you know, I mean, sometimes you get... You get that call, right? God will yeah. tell you to, you know, whatever, support a particular mm-hmm. mission. And you kind of dip your toe in. You go, okay, well, I, you know, gave my 50 bucks. I'm good. Moving on. Nope. If God calls you to something, go after it. Mm. Don't stop pounding those arrows until he says stop. Um, so that's a really good book. I'm excited to read through that one again. But mm. yeah, John I, John Maxwell, Erwin McManus um, are two that I really enjoy. Um I've read all three of um, Bob Goff's books, too. Those are pretty quick and easy read. Very entertaining. If you've not read uh, any of those, Love Does, 
uh, what's the next one? Everybody Always. And then he just had another one come out earlier this year. That's when I'm trying to think of the name. And I can't. I can picture the front of it. It's got balloons on it. Everybody Always. Hmm. No. Is that the second one? If I were a professional, I would have wrote these down. You you would have written them down. Yeah. Yes, you would have. Yeah. But Undistracted. Undistracted. Yes, there it is. Yep. Great. Um, <clears throat> I'm so glad we have Google. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Oh no, that totally yeah, came no, off yeah. my memory yeah. bank. It had nothing Scotch. to do with the phone in my no. hand. Yeah, I, I was right. I was referring to the book I was just <laughs> yeah, looking up. Not a self confession from the other side right. of the table. Oh, no. That's oh, right. No. I need Google. No, yeah. Uh, Bob Goff books are great too. Um fun to read. He does a great job telling stories. He has some amazing stories if you've not read the books. Um he tells a great story of um uh he basically left his uh, best friend's wedding reception earlier, checked into the hotel that his buddy was going to be oh, man. Er- early. So he actually checked into the honeymoon suite early <laughs> and and hung out there while everybody else was, was at the wedding. Uh, and uh, he's a law professor now somewhere that r- the school requires him to... Uh, have office hours, but they don't stipulate where the office hours are. Mm. And he lives in California. So his office hours are in Disneyland on the Peter Pan Neverland (laughs) Island. (laughs) And he's there set times every week. And if you need to see him in his office... That's where he is. That's where he is. Yes. <laughs> yep. So anyway, those are those are really good books. Fun to read, entertaining. Um, but there's obviously some some wisdom and some yeah. some yeah. wisdom and and, yeah. and spiritual guidance and direction in those too. So yeah, those are those are good books as well. All right. Uh, a different book that came to my mind as you were talking. Yeah. Which you know, I mean, books in my mind. There's not a whole lot in that <laughs> library. So <laughs> it's a short list. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now, this was actually assigned in a classroom, so you got to be a little careful with that. But yep. it was by, I think the guy's name is Donald Miller. Oh. A Million Miles in a Thousand Years. Love Donald Miller. I, the book was, and, you know, I don't want to, well, I, I, I will, you know, steal the thunder here. Yep. But um, the premise of the book was movies, you know, and, every, and stories have to have a plot and they yep. have to have something exciting and in your life, you've got to take some risks. You got to do some fun things. Yes. And if your life was made into a movie, mm. would anybody want to watch it? Yeah. You know, I went to work. I came home. I went to work. I came home. Great. Yeah. I raised three kids. You know, whatever. And then it was have some fun and have some adventure. And I thought, yeah, we got to do some of that in life. Mm-hmm. And I've done some crazy things that people say, really? You know, like yeah. ride a tandem bike down a hill at 48 miles an hour. And, and you know, people say that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but then the, it gets a little further in the book. If your Christian life, if your walk, were, walk with God were a movie, would God want to look at it? Mm. Would he want to see your life? Mm-hmm. Have you done any um, <clears throat> adventures for him? Yeah. And that has actually shaped some of my ideas. We were talking a little bit ago about going on a mission trip somewhere that yeah. mm-hmm. might be a little risky f- from 
not not so much from safety standpoint, but different than here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting if your life, question. If your Christian life were a movie, would yeah. God want to watch it? You know. He. Um, so I think his his first big break was uh, Blue Like Jazz. Yes. Was his book, and then this one that you were talking about. Um, he actually spun off into uh, another book or, or a study um, called Storyline. Oh, okay. And it basically walks you through the process of creating your movie. Okay. And walking... Like literally creating like, a movie? Like it, not literally, it, but yeah, figuratively. It, it basically, like he... It's kind of a workbook, but you kind of... You work through your life like so story. far, yeah, to try and see what God is preparing you for. Mm. So yeah. basically, it's a you know, what have you experienced in life, and how does that uniquely now shape you going forward? Good experiences, bad sure. experiences. If you grew up, you know, in a in an abusive home. How can you utilize that bad experience going forward, or how will God use that experience going forward? Um, and it's yeah, I I went through that with uh, I don't remember why I went through. Was it with one of your coaches? No, no, yeah, it might have been. Uh, but yeah, storyline or or and then he spun that off. I think it a whole different like consulting. Mm. Um, that sounds story brand. I think is his consulting firm now, but. Yeah, Storyline is a is a great workbook to go through by by Donald Miller. And then uh, Sean of the South, he writes, and if you, uh, Sean Dietrich is his name, and he writes just <clears throat> stories that are uplifting, and mm-hmm. they're just a, a, oh, I don't know, less than a thousand words. Yeah. And, and he writes every day, and once you subscribe, you get more emails than you'll ever need. Yep. But he wants to find the good in society. Interesting. And that's really nice most of the time. And yes, the grammar is not perfect. And he was a high school dropout and his dad died from suicide. And that comes up a lot. And it took him 11 years to get through community college Mm -hmm. and lots of things like that. Yeah. But um, he looks for the good. And every once in a while, you just got to shed a tear Mm -hmm. on on Mm -hmm. hearing of of someone who cared for a dog that was abused and yeah. or a little girl that shares shares love with him and God gets talked about and uh, how saving angels get talked mm. about occasionally. Um, yeah, it's 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 lighthearted and it's he is he's very humorous. Interesting. Very humorous. Shaun of the South. Shaun of the South. Free <clears throat> free sign up on on uh, on your email. Okay. You get a Get a column every day. Awesome. And he's got books too. Okay. Yeah, so let's let's make the jump because I could talk about authors for another 45 minutes. <laughs> I actually did I mean, know books. I knew yeah, three of them. One. Whoa, baby. Um, Henry Cloud <laughs> is another great author. Um, he's got uh, a couple of good books out there. Uh, one I'm reading through right now called Integrity, which explores just what mm. integrity is oh. and what does it mean and how you apply that to your daily life. Beyond just well, I'm always honest and truthful. There's a lot more that goes into okay in, into integrity. So Henry Cloud's another good one. Um, I'm trying to think, who else do I read? Marcus Buckingham is another good one. 
Uh, anyway, let's jump though from analog to digital. So you've got the email, Sean of the South. Yep. And the email newsletter. And um, usually in the morning. Uh, this year I haven't done it as much, but last year I was part of my normal daily startup was uh, Chuck Swindoll. Mm. And oh boy, I can't remember the name of the series, but he's got about a three to four paragraph devotion every okay. day. Oh, no kidding. With Chuck Swindoll, Insight. Uh, maybe yeah, Insights insight for Living. I think, it's in I think okay. that living. might be the one. Okay. And uh, again, it, it's just bookmarked on the computer. Yeah. A couple minutes, a um, little bit of scripture thrown in. Yeah. Very easily done. And there might even be an audio with it. Mm-hmm. So you mm. can just listen to his okay. thing. So cool. That would be the first one I'd throw in the yeah. collection plate here. Okay. Besides uh, the Checkpoint podcast. Yes. Are there any other podcasts that you guys listen to? I actually don't listen to our podcast. Because you've lived it. I should, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say that. I don't know. I, I post edit, I throw it up, and I never listen but, to but it. You've, but you've <laughs> but listened to you've done it and you've listened to <clears throat> it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I heard it real life. Yeah. And I hate listening to my own voice. That's really why. I listen to it at least once or twice because okay. I'm doing the screen. The transcript oh, yeah, and you're the trying notes. To, yeah. You're trying to do notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I do listen And you do a great it. job, Chad, by the way. Thank I you. appreciate you doing that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, there's a couple podcasts that I listen to, um, um, and these are intentional for me because I'm learning and coaching people in uh, disciple-making. So I, I get that they're kind of unique. But I think for all of us, like, there's stuff out there for what you're – craft is right yeah. yep. uh, or if you're a dad or um yeah if we're going to be a leader um or your industry there's just so many things out there um but for discipleship uh the two that i've really kind of keep going back to one is called the practitioners podcast okay um it's actually kind of sponsored by navigator church ministries okay um but uh, justin and tony are the host and they have a fun little dialogue kind of mm. Not as funny as us. Okay, yeah. You know, oh, but they're yeah. pretty good. But they're getting there. They're getting there. And, uh, <laughs> you know, they're, they've been around as long as we have. They're, less, know, long, yeah. they're yeah. less long-winded. The podcast okay. <laughs> only about 25 minutes. <laughs> What's that all about? But that's good. The Practitioner's <clears throat> Podcast, Jesus Style Discipleship's very practical uh, things. And then uh, discipleship.org uh, has a podcast called the Disciple Makers Podcast. Okay. And has some... Lots of different varied um, people who are in the space of making disciples, Mm -hmm. and then they have a national forum every year, and so all the speakers that speak there, those eventually show up on the podcast, so you kind of get to get the teaching without going to the forum. You (laughs) You just have to wait over the next year to get the teaching, but um, that's where uh, the one uh, one I was kind of talking about, guys, in the pre-show, where the guy was really... uh, uh, Talking straight to guys, you know, about investing yeah, in the next up, men. Yeah. And, hey, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Disciple Makers Podcast. Cool. Um, it's a couple. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I have a variety of podcasts that I listen to on a regular basis. Uh, one of them, though, that um, I have really enjoyed uh, is called Win at Home First with Corey Carlson. Uh, Corey is a um, uh, consultant. Of sorts, that basically helps uh, helps executives or helps business owners, leaders mm. balance out and make sure that they are um, 
winning at work without sacrificing anything at home. Because wow. if you don't have home, then what do you have? Um, and I think that kind of comes, he tells his story a little bit about how he was um, <clears throat> one of his one of his episodes. And he's got a couple of books out now too, but... He basically was was knocking the the corporate life out of the park, super mm-hmm. successful. Uh, ended up having an affair and almost yep. losing everything at home. Yeah, and just an absolute wake up call to what's truly important in life. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of his focus now is on just making sure that leaders keep their priorities right and how do we make sure we can do both because you know you need a career to pay for the family but you shouldn't sacrifice the family for the mm-hmm, career mm-hmm. yeah if you lose the family uh, yeah yeah <clears throat> so he's is really good he uh, his podcast is touches on just a ton of topics um he's actually a little bit um, who I modeled a couple things after for mm. this, um, kind of the idea of sharing our quiet time. Because in almost all of his episodes that he has a guest on, um, they'll they'll get done talking about whatever they're going to you know get done talking to or whatever they're mm-hmm. talking about. And then he'll say, hey, real quick, um, I know you read the Bible. What scripture have you been chewing on lately and what has God been telling you? <laughs> and so that was kind of listening to his mm-hmm, podcast was kind mm-hmm, of yeah. where I got that idea of you know what we should probably share that yeah. every episode we've been doing that of what we've yeah of what we've been of what we've been doing yeah. what was so, the name of the podcast again? Uh, winning at home nope that's no nope. it's nope. uh, a different one win at home first win at home first I'm sure winning at home is great too I just don't have that one <laughs> that was a nice advertisement <laughs> yeah for it was them. yeah <laughs> ding win at home first so, yeah. Send advertising check too. Um, so yeah, win at home first with Corey Carlson is a great one. I love listening to that one. Um, the aggressive life with Brian Tome is another one that I enjoy. Um, he will just do a lot of interviews with guys that are doing cool stuff for God. Mm. Um, so that's a great one. And then, like they're making a movie that God would watch. Yeah, they yeah. are. They're definitely <laughs> exactly definitely making movies. Yeah, that uh, that God would watch. Um, let's see. I'm just kind of scrolling through my library here. I got a couple, uh, the insurance journal actually does a really good podcast. Here. <laughs> um, now that sounds like fun. Let's see. I got uh, a couple of them on, uh, pod, uh, let's see, fly fishing. If you want to listen to some fly fishing stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, and then the, you know, the other one that I do listen to on a regular basis and I'll just throw it out cause I don't know if it's interesting to anybody else, uh, but it's actually called the Mark Moss show. And uh, I'm a little bit of a uh, financial nerd as well. Really, a little bit, yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. Okay. Um, so if you uh, if you are into uh, like personal finance and macroeconomics and uh, you know the ins and outs of of money and banking and mm. cryptocurrency and global everything's, uh-huh. uh, the Mark Moss podcast is a great one. Definitely give that a listen. So those are those are the few that I interested. That I listen to on my eight-minute commute to work in the morning. I, speaking of commercials, yeah, I, I, I feel like on behalf of our sponsors, yeah, <laughs> Hillcrest CRC, yeah, there we go. Messages, 
That's right. Our sermons are now on our sermons are podcasts. All podcasts. Yes. Podcasts too. So Hillcrest can, CRC messages. You can yeah, listen to a Pastor right. Kurt or Corey, our guest pastors. You can get our you Fill can get our here. messages on Boy, podcasts. Now. You just put my time Ding. at the computer a whole lot more pressure right there, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Woo, I better make sure I get it right. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, some books to uh, some books to dive into, some podcasts to uh, get out and enjoy. Um, any other resources that you guys use on a regular basis that uh, you want to share as we uh, close this and jump into our uh, quiet time session? I don't think this is revolutionary, but uh, it's just something I use and I've used for seven or eight years because another guy said, hey, I use Evernote just to make notes oh. on my phone and you they're mm-hmm. in the cloud. And so there's other apps I know, but yeah. uh, I have found it helpful just to clip things to and if i'm making book notes or sermon notes or different things a to-do list because you can search it yep it doesn't go away now you know to get all the features you have to pay for it but there's a free version but that's a simple little app that um Mm -hmm. you know yeah productivity wise and just keeping track of some things that yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of things I should delete, but it's <laughs> but yeah. it's there. Searchable. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. but but some of the value comes in you writing that note it does. in there. Yes, mm-hmm. it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's sticking with you more. So yeah. whether you're writing it on the phone or you're writing it in my little journal that my wife buys for me every yeah. year. And I yeah. that way I know what day I went to the store and things like that. <laughs> which yep. Yep. has a whole lot of nothing to do with anything. But, oh no, that's therapy. Um but but to write a verse, to write something down yeah. somewhere, yeah, is another thought process, and therefore yeah. it's a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've uh, I've used Evernote uh, on and off a little bit. I've switched to almost exclusively paper and pen now. Actually, mm. believe it or not. But... Do you have to charge that nightly or anything? <laughs> like... I do. I do. I've got uh, <laughs> I've got this notebook that comes with me everywhere, and I plug it in every night. <laughs> So that I can... Uh, Does it have a, a screensaver? <laughs> yeah. I just put it in my drawer. <laughs> All right. 2,522. Oh, my goodness. Evernotes. You've got some notes, man. Wow. Um, I, you know, so that is interesting because there are a lot of different ways to take notes digitally. Yeah. But whenever... We pull out our quiet times to to go through ah, them. Yeah, your paper. paper and pen. Yes, I'm paper and pen. <laughs> Scott's paper and I'm pen. I'm just old. And yeah. Justin's paper and pen. Even Justin. <laughs> yeah. Paper and pen. Yeah. Which I don't know. I, there's there's something to that probably there too. There is. Oh, there is definitely um, something there. We um we arm wrestled ahead of time. Scott lost. Okay. That's understandable. No, actually, I think it'd be the other way. Scott won. <laughs> and so he got to choose, and he chose to go first. So yeah. kick us off. What was your quiet time? <clears throat> well, um, it was suggested at school that we go through the book of John in the season of Advent. And I'm all the way up to, we're at, we're at what, December 20 today? And I'm all the way up to John 4. But I found a verse in John 3 that made me think. And it's a, you know, Jesus talks to John the Baptist and all that fun stuff. Um, and, and they go through some things. But John 3, verse 30, he must become greater and I must become less. 
And John said that. Hmm. Jesus must become greater, and I must become less. And as I go through, um, you know, being in front of a classroom, it's really easy for me to say, hey, you know, this is the way you got to do it because I say so. And um, there's a whole lot of things that, as a leader, as a husband, as a leader of a group of friends or anything like that, uh, we got to make God become more and me become less. (coughs) And I can... Boy, that, that was just a piece of scripture that hit me like, wow, am I really doing that? And every day as I, you know, we're in the we're in the season where you're watching sports a lot. I watch w- way too much of it. Yeah. God must become more and I must become less. Just is not the way of the world right now. Right. Yeah. But it's in scripture. Mm. Yeah. Therefore, maybe I ought to... Ponder a little. There might be something to it. Yeah. If it's in scripture. Yeah. So that's my addition that, for the day. That actually reminds me of another um, resource I'll throw out. If you are ever looking to, um, or if you ever find yourself just endlessly going down the YouTube spiral, um, <laughs> there's a uh, series of videos on YouTube called I Am Second. Mm, yes. I have seen some of those. Yeah, those, those are, are really great. good. They are. Yes, those they are. That's are a good reminder. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Those are great. All right. Mm. Back to quiet times. Chad. Mm. Uh, my <clears throat> quiet time is in Psalm 32. Ooh. And the reason for this, I'm going to tie a little bit into a, <clears throat> I guess, a tool or a practice. So um, me- weekly meeting with some guys, and one of them's... Uh, uh, navigator who's been, yeah, is older than me and uh, wiser, and uh, we're not meeting for a couple weeks because of the Christmas break. Mm-hmm. You know, we're recording this before Christmas, and he said, you know, that can be a time when you get attacked, you know, if you kind of get lax and get out of discipline. Um, I want to challenge you guys to read a short psalm, not read it, but read a short psalm and memorize it over the next two weeks. Ooh. So Psalm 32 has 11 verses, so I started on that yesterday. Um so it's just good advice uh, when you're coming into a season where your schedule changes, uh, have a plan, right, to be keep keep yourself in the Word. Um, you might want to memorize a psalm every time you take a vacation, but anyway, that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad uh, idea, maybe. That's a great idea. Yeah. We're verse 1 and 2. Blessed is he whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man whose sin... The Lord does not count against him, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. And so I was just thinking about some of those key words, deceit and blessed. And deceit, some of the synonyms are deception, dishonesty, dishonesty, duplicity, fraud, trickery, pretense, craftiness. And I was just thinking, blessed is the man whose spirit there is no deceit. So like when you confess your sin and God's covered your sin, you're not hiding. You don't need to feel shame. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not trying to cover up or compensate because you know you're good with God because of Christ, not because of what you've done, but what Christ did for you. Yeah, That really is blessed. That yeah. You don't have to try to like fake it. Yeah. Or like, what if I'm going to get found out? Yeah. You've just come clean, and there's nothing, there's no skeletons in your closet. Right? Yeah. That, that 
uh, that hallway closet in the short little pamphlet. Oh, Christ Heart My Home. Christ Heart My Home. Yeah. That closet has been yeah. opened and cleaned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So lack of deceit. And then I was just looking up what blessed means, you know, from a biblical standpoint. Yeah. And um, I won't read all my notes here, but um, to be blessed is to experience the full impact of God's presence in our lives now and for all eternity. It's this healthy relationship, right, with God because of Christ. That healthy relationship, that prosperity that we have is what blesses us as believers. Hmm. Wow. So, yeah, I look forward to the rest of Unpacking the rest of the psalm. Wow. Psalm 32, 1 and 2. Cool. I was not too much further down the road. Uh, Psalm 36. Mm. Um, And uh, the verse that was really hitting me was verse 2. Psalm 36 is one of the psalms where um, they're kind of talking about the difference between uh, the wicked and the righteous. And verse 2, talking about the wicked says, for in his own eyes he flatters himself too much to detect or hate his sin. And it just kind of struck me because mm. for me, uh, when things are not going well, it's very easy for me to realize they're not going well, to realize that I might have screwed up, to go to God, um, to, you know, kind of turn turn to God in his strength and 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 forgiveness to go through. Uh when things are going well, though, you kind of start to bow, pat yourself on the back a little bit and go, "Man, you know what? I might I might have my act together here." Yeah. Um and when things are going I well, I might not need God so much. Yeah, that's the problem. It's yeah. it's so easy to you know, just kind of yeah, skate over, yeah, you know, things are going all right. Um and 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 it just kind of struck me that when when things are going well, you probably need to be even more watchful and on your guard for yourself mm. to make sure that in those times you're not skipping out on your quiet time. Um, you know, you're not mm-hmm. you know kind of slipping into to bad habits or things like that. I mean, for for me, um, you know, whatever if it's a stressful time or if there's a lot going on um that's when i i know i need god and it happens mm-hmm. i'm there um but yeah when times are going well it's usually when it's a little easier to to say yeah you know I, I, maybe i don't need to mm-hmm. squeeze that quiet time yeah. today or, oh yeah or whatever it is yeah. and that just it, just man super, if just times are going super. well <laughs> it can be a slippery slope yep. so yeah that one psalm 36 uh verse 2 really stuck with me these past uh, couple of days um, so yeah, quiet time, uh, you hear us talk about it in uh, almost every episode that we do, uh, quiet time is just what we call, uh, our time that we spend in the scriptures and kind of letting it marinate, walking through it, um, uh, figuring out how we can apply it to our lives. Um, and it's obviously important to us cause we talk about it mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, an absolutely mission critical uh, rhythm for those of us that are trying to live out our lives as men of God. If it is not a daily rhythm of yours uh, and you'd like some resources on it, 
to make it happen, you can reach out to us. Uh, if you worship here uh, live with us at Hillcrest, you can grab one of us after uh, after church and we can walk you through it. Otherwise, you can shoot us an email as well, uh, checkpoint at hillcrestcrc.org, and we can get you some of that information. Uh, and uh, as always, if it's uh, a rhythm that you're already in, uh, sometimes just finding the next scripture to dive into can be the, the tough part. Uh, Chad, like we mentioned earlier, does a good job of, uh, of putting all the scriptures that we reference uh, in the show notes. So you can jump into these show notes and find out where the three of us have been reading mm-hmm. uh, or look at any of our prior episodes and, uh, and find out uh, what we have been finding valuable. And that may give you some direction uh, for where you're going to go next. So with that, let's shut it down. I lost in arm wrestling. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so I will. <laughs> There'll be video of it later. <laughs> Not yet. And no one's surprised. <laughs> That I lost at arm wrestling. It is what it is. Um, so <laughs> I, will, uh, I will close us in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this, uh, for this evening. I thank you for these guys. I thank you for our discussion. Lord, I just ask a blessing on, uh, on all of us uh, that uh, are out there trying to live for you, uh, to be better men, better leaders at home, better leaders at work, for your glory, not our own. Guide us and protect us. In Jesus' name, amen. And with that, I'll leave us with 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be men of courage. Be strong. We'll see you on the next episode of the Checkpoint Podcast. lead pastor here at Hillcrest Christian Reformed Church. The views on this podcast may not be those of our church, but we invite you to join us to find out more about what we believe and how we live out our faith. On Sunday morning, our service is at 9.30 in the morning, and we'd love to see you in person or on our Facebook live stream. For more information, check out our website at www.hillcrestcrc.org. We look forward to seeing you.